Well, hello everybody. How are you doing out there today? This is Ghost Stories Told from the South, and I'm your host with the most, Uncle Boo. I mean, I'm your host with the most, Stephen LeBooth. <laughs> we have got some good stuff for you today, people. I think you're going to like it. I hope you like it. Pretty spooky stuff. I'm still covering Sweden. I'll be done with it and do Russia. And then after that, some of these names are kicking my ass. But it's all good. But about the news anyway, uh, Lexi won't be doing it anymore. I mean, she'll be coming back off and on for little pieces, but she ain't quitting all the way. She's kind of busy with work and everything right now. So... But she's still going to come by and stop about one, at least try once a month to say hi. But it's just going to be me. So I hope you guys don't go anywhere. I still love doing this stuff. I still love ten, telling these stories and look them up, looking them up and doing the podcast. Don't forget, guys, we've got our YouTube channel going. I have been adding videos to it. I am up to uh, episode 50 right now. So check out the YouTube channel. Of course, it's Ghost Stories Told from the South. Waka, waka, waka. But let's tell some... She's good, but let's uh let's tell some uh, stories. Well, let's tell some stories from Stephen LeBooth. I hope I don't scare you too much tonight. Sorry for the YouTube people if there's the glare off my glasses. It's from the computer screens, and I'm sorry. I'm gonna try to find a way to fix that. Maybe buy something I can put over the screens for the shininess isn't in my eyes so much. But it'll be a good show. This first one's gonna be pretty long. It's a it's a long one. It's a long story. Can y'all give me five minutes? Let me let one of my studio dogs in. Okay, I'm back. I just had to fix that real quick. Let Rocco in. He was scratching at the door. Already heard it was. It scared me so bad. Well, let's get on with some scary stories. What do you say, fellows? Like I said, sorry if I'm butchering these names up. I don't mean to. Okay, here is the first one, of course, from Sweden. Um, Barjavant. Anyways, this is a bed and breakfast in Sweden. In in Barjavant. It's a tiny village in northeast of uh, Sweden. It only has 50 residents in the church and a uh, vicar of Vicorage. A Vicorage, that's what this place is. They're called Vic, Vicorage. Vic, yeah, Vicorage. It's like a cottage, a cottage or an inn. Like a hotel, but it's a little vicarage. They don't, they're about the size of houses. They don't have a whole lot of rooms, so they're like the size of cottages. That's what they are. <laughs> the old vicarage is uh, extremely haunted and perhaps is even the most haunted place in Sweden. But that didn't stop the latest owners to buy it. They even turned it into a bed and breakfast. This is a, this amazing place is on my personal bucket list for sure. That would be cool to go rent a room there. But it's just a little cottage and it's pretty creepy. But let's keep uh, talking about it. Huh. That's crazy. 
Oh, that's because it was under. Anyways, the uh, Marjvant Vakurage was built in 1876. The first ghost stories come to surface about 1927 when uh, Vicura Nails Headland wrote about it in a letter. His mother, Martha, died in the house in 1907 during childbirth. His father, Pierre, couldn't face the fact his wife passed away and he uh, buried her in the backyard with the lo- when the locals found out a couple days later. They detained him and uh, they uh, detained him and made her bury her back at the cemetery. Pierre agreed, but the next day the whole Headloop family had disappeared along with Martha's bot with uh, Martha's body. Nels Hoodlin came back to life at the uh, vicarage after his father died. He saw all his laundry being pulled from the dryer. Oh, he's seen all of the laundry being pulled back from drying, and it raked against the garden. And there was no wind that day, and he could clearly see the laundry was being pulled. And he wasn't the last person to be affected by the taunting. So apparently it likes to fucking haunt you when you're doing your laundry. That'd be crazy shit. I don't like that, because how many scary movies where there's a scene, I mean, you don't see it now because we had dryers, but back in the day, remember there was a Michael Myers scene where she's hanging stuff out, there's a chain in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So yeah, that's why I'm glad I don't hang laundry anymore, fuck that. In 1930, Hedlund's uh, successor experienced something strange as, strange as well. Vicar Rudolph Tagden, Tagden, Vicar Rudolph Tagden saw a lady dressed in gray at the house. Hey, at least it wasn't a woman in white this time. How many times have we heard that? She was walking slowly towards him through the uh, brick hall, but decided to take the turn to the expansion room. The uh, office where the uh, vicars used to work, he wanted to talk to her and ask her what she was doing outside or doing inside his house. But when he got to the uh, expansion room, there was no one there. And he clearly saw her walk down the hall and take a quick left and bam. Then she was gone like a big old pawn. Okay, Oda Lindgren and his wife moved into the uh, vicarage in 1936. They saw an apparition, but they had lots of uh, paranormal experience in the house, too. They heard footsteps walking through the house and doors opening and closing (coughs) as if someone was there moving from from one room to another. When they wanted to welcome the visitor, they saw nobody. But Miss Lingrid had a strange encounter at the kitchen. 
she was home alone one day when she heard music coming from there behind the closed door. She opened the kitchen door and the music suddenly stopped. The same happened again later when Oda was back home. Again, they heard music in the kitchen, but when they went to check it out, dun, 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 nothing. Then, Egna, eh, in, Inga, Inga Flooden, Inga Flooden, the secretary stayed over a, at, the house in 1941 while she was on business on a business trip well because it's a bed and breakfast she slept in the guest room and woke up at 3 a.m feeling as if she was being watched watched she must have thought she was dreaming when she saw three ladies grazing at her from the couch right opposite of her bed see screw that if i if i got out of freaking bed and i seen that I'd sh- I'd, I'd not lying. I'd crap myself, guys. I'd totally shit myself. That's scary. That's some scary shit. I mean, could you imagine just sitting there chilling out and... Oh, okay. There's somebody watching me while I'm sleeping. And they're not human! Crazy! Oh, where was I at? Okay, gazing at her... When she turned on the light, the ladies were still there, but she could see right through them. See, that would even trip me out even more. Because a lot of times, you know, when they open up the, uh, turn on the lights or something, it disappears. Not this time. The bitches stayed there looking at her. I would have been like, yeah, I think I'm going to check out or go to go get another room or something. She had plenty of time to take a good look at them. Only, oh. One lady was dressed in back. One lady wore purple dress, wore a purple dress, and the third lady was wearing gray. Three women were staring at her. Oh God, no! I would have crapped. All three looked kind and sad, especially the lady in gray. Two of them and her friend. Oh, two of them had their hand in their lap, and the third one was was knitting at some point she must have a dozen of them the next day she didn't speak of it and later she admitted she wasn't scared just surprised i would have been scared yeah i would have been scared and i would have been very surprised Vicar eric lindgren moved into the vicarage in 1945 he started to experience strange things immediately on his, hey, oh, sorry, I thought the dogs were playing around too rough, but that was just them itching really fast, and it sounded like they was thumping on the couch or something, I mean, thumping on the floor, excuse me, didn't mean to burp in your ears, guys, that was so rude of me, and he started to started to experience things immediately, on his first night, it was as if Heavy furniture was being dragged from the from one side to the other in the room above his head. The, the surprised Eric saw all the rooms on the first floor were empty. 
Eric started to keep a journal with all these strange happenings. Later, he brought a rocking chair and placed it at the uh, vicarage. One night, when he read a book in it, he was pushed out of the chair so violently that he fell to the ground. When he tried again, it it, it was when he tried again, it was as if he was blocked from it in again so every time he tried to get back up the people the ghost wouldn't let him in the rocking chair also started to move on its own eric never sat in it again i don't blame him see i would have fucking moved i wouldn't have stayed after that getting pushed and shit that's pretty violent in an interview he talked about hearing footsteps constantly and uh constantly blowing out can he was constantly blowing out candles and the fact that sometimes even bumped into unseen person so sometimes he'd be walked to the house and bump into you know like when you're in a crowded place and you bump into something and there's nothing there but you know you did it's like what the he also told the journalist that journalist that he would frequently hear footsteps in the garden that came towards the house via the wooden bridge but that there that there was never anyone out there in his interview was quite controversial for clergymen never spoke of ghosts especially not in 1947 he claimed he was he claimed he uh, always felt uncomfortable in an, in the expansion room because he was uh, felt as if someone was looking over his shoulder, sometimes even surprised, su- su- even sometimes even the, seeing a person sitting next to him, which made it impossible to work. Oh, God damn. No, 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 no. Could you imagine trying to work and the ghost is sitting by you? Eric eventually started to get used all the uh, used to all the activity in the house. How could you ever get used to shit like that? I mean, really, I could not. No way. Okay. Excuse me. I'm not. Uh, I'm just looking real quick. Okay. People who have spent the night in the uh, blue room claim to have been woken up by the sound of very heavy furniture being moved around. There's also a ghost there that likes to pull bedsheets off of people in the middle of the night. Now, see, I could deal with that. That wouldn't bother me at all. I'd be okay with that. There's also a ghost that likes to pull. Oh, let's see that. Perhaps that is caused by the small boy whose apparition has been seen in the room. The sound of a baby screaming is also heard here too. And sometimes people feel and feel the sometimes people feel real depressed here. After the end of the nineteenth century, a nineteen year old pregnant girl was locked inside the, its room or was locked inside of one of the rooms. She was a disgrace because she was not married and probably got pregnant by a priest. When the girl was born, it was either a stillborn or killed right after birth. The baby was buried at the north side of the house, just outside the pink room. 
Both mother and child haunt these rooms. Sounds of screaming, a baby crying, and small shadow figure has been seen here too. <clears throat> See, that's crazy. Even though I got a young daughter, I wouldn't kill the fucking baby because she got pregnant. In recent times, a tall, dark man wearing a hat has been seen in the expansion room. There are strange images in the mirrors and their singing, uh, uh, singing radiators, cold spots, and strange light reflections from the house. You can book a room here at this Borgavante Vigorage. Anyways, at this bed and breakfast, you can uh, book a room and all that. So, yeah. If you're so if you're ever in uh, Sweden, you know, hey, there's your hotel room. Sounds like it would be lots of fun. See, I told y'all that was a pretty big one. I got I got lucky this time. I found one big one, but the other ones are pretty small. So since uh, Lexi ain't gonna be here all that much, I'm still gonna do these, but I'm probably not gonna do as much. I mean, I'm probably still gonna keep the show thirty minutes, forty minutes. But hey, if it goes longer, it goes longer. I don't think you guys will complain, will ya? Yeah, you son of a... Alright, because these next ones are short. Ah. Alright. At the Bagascock Castle in Skane, you can stay overnight. Oh, this is the castle. Yeah, 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 yeah castle you can stay overnight and join a a guided ghost hunt Ooh, that would be cool several ghosts are said to live within the castle grounds one of them is the horse of carl the fifth i think who was shot after the king died in 1872 during the night time the horse can be heard Galloping, which has been observed by guests and staff. Becca's cock is also said to be haunted by an old guest named Elvira. I shit you not, it's Elvira. She is uh, supposedly sneaking around during the night and can be recognized by her black veil. Which was she was forced to use the rest of her life in her accident with broken glass. Oh man, broken glass fucked her face up probably. The back back Basakok is also said oh, I already read that. Room nineteen is said to be the most haunted room there. Many reports of doors, windows opening without any freaking explanation. They just do it. Yeah, see what I mean? That one's a shorty. So I'm sorry about that. These next ones are kind of short, too. This next one is the Crypt, Crypt Sholmes Verge. Ver, the Crypt Sholmes are in. Mary, Mary Freyd is one of the oldest inns in Sweden. It rests on the base of an old monastery from the 15th century. The ghost at Kripsholms 
Verdas is said to be the old monk or the old monks. They don't have any evil intentions, but they like to mess with you and stuff. Hear voices, pull you, pull your hair or something, or pull your shirt or something. In room 15 and room 210 is said to be the most haunted rooms with several guests reporting that their DuFont was moving. At the same time, they got feelings that someone tucked them in like a baby. Ooh, that would be freaky as hell because I don't like my stuff being tucked around my feet like that. And moreover, the wine cellar is another common area that is said to be haunted where the staff has reported mystical events throughout the years. That's crazy. And you can get a room at this place too. It's one of the oldest inns in Sfidan. Don't worry, my little friends. I still have like three stories. I hope these ain't scaring you too bad. Okay, this is the skillin the skillin mark. And uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the Skillin Mark is a beautiful stained old family farm on a hill besides Ask Ask Joyson. Today the farm is owned by the single the Silken Marks since the last owner of the Eckersons. Boycotted the farm to the municipal of Silking Marks, whatever that means. During the summer, there is an outdoor outdoor festivities, traditional midsummer celebrations, and as usual for the for country farm. The farm was built during the 18th century, and the building has been up open to the public since the uh, 1960s. The interior has been preserved with furniture and utility items from peasants and landed for generation in environmental peat. Sorry, I effed that up like a fucking sandwich. The furniture and the utilities from from former residents and things are still there and since... The time when and some of the stuff has been there since the t- uh, house was inhabited. It is, oh, it is common for school classes to come to on a visit to the farm. Currently, as high as a can. Anyways, they uh, have a lot of kids that come out there from school to check the place out. And you can spend an an, an an you can spend an expensive night here if you dare. The farm is a is of cursed haunt. The farm is a cursed cursed farm. The farming the farmer the farm grounds are considered to be one of the most haunted houses in Sweden. They say that about everything everywhere though. <laughs> and not all visitors 
dare stay uh, past midnight. The farm was uh, received and has received an enormous upspring of thanks to the YouTube pair. Jockey and John, who released a film on YouTube when they visited the haunted haunted house. The farm has been haunted uh, for ghost hunter has the farm has been a haunt for ghost hunters since the 19, 1950s. They witnessed everything from knocking steps, strange unexplained sounds. Many were come to many who come to the farm experience a sense of uneasiness and say that they have been that they have seen objects move around without anybody being there and there's no explanation why the house bears a dark and tragic history the farm has been hot hot for ghost hunters we already know that i just fucking read that god dang it Two children are have said. Two children are said to have died of hunger, and thirst when they were locked into the attic. To them, to then be buried in the cellar. A deathbed is located in the room that is called corp the corpus room. It was a room where people were placed awaiting death and therapy to take their last breaths. That's creepy as shit. It is here that most people say that they feel uh, energies and paranormal activities in the house are seen right there. A lot right there. There is a legend that says the site of the a site of which the uh, farm grounds is on is situated uh, Okay, they say the property was worked uh, used during the witch hunts of the 17th century, according to the myth. Women who have been found guilty of witchcraft would have been beheaded and burned at the stake here. The grounds in the forest in Varmaland is an interesting place to visit any night for those who have nervous... Oh... Who have nerves of steel? The rest of us can uh, can in any case make do with visiting Skilly Marks Country Farm one sunny midsummer day, or when it's open uh, for other events. And here's some more stuff I found on it, but it's pretty much says the same thing. It's just crazy the history in some of these places. Locking the kids up in the fucking attic. No wonder these places are haunted. Then that one place had a baby buried in it. And God, shit. Just think, though, they got some houses and inns over there that are older than America. Yeah, think about that for a minute. That's how old some of That's why I like the old history places like that because there's so much history in there. Okay, now we're going to go and talk about the Torpra Stenhaus. Just outside of Boris, you can visit the Torpra Stenhaus, which is known for being home to several ghosts. The most famous one is called 
Gera Fron, who was the daughter of the owner. According to legend, she fell in love with a Danish prisoner, which the father could not accept. He killed the prisoner and left the daughter heartbroken. Another uh, well-known ghost of Tarpa Stenhus is the uh, the wild the wailed girl. She has been a, on a trip. She was on a trip to Denmark and told her father that the plague had started to spread in Denmark. The father walloped up her room with bricks when she was still alive. Wow, that's crazy. So she, apparently she went on a trip. She came back and said at the time the plague had started to spread. So she he locked her up in a room and sealed her fucking off. That's fucked up. That's your own flesh and blood. That just goes to show you how cutthroat the world is today. Well, even back then. I mean, in, in general. The uh, Count Kostafa... No. The Count... Gustav Ota Stenbach is another famous ghost, along with his firstborn son, little Gustav Stenbach. It's uh, possibly to stay. It's impossible to stay over the night if you dare. They act like if you try to stay the night, you're going to be leaving because it's crazy. Yeah, sorry. Some of these are just really short. I don't mean to do that. But it happens. If I can just get my pages apart here. Great. I took notes on the same fucking place twice. What a ding dong. Okay. We're going to go over the Herring Castle. The Herring Castle might not look like it's haunted. But it's said that the spirit of the former lady of the castle lives on and takes care of her, her precious castle. So don't be afraid if someone fixes the tablecloth. It's just a lady who wants to keep order in a place. It's more troublesome with two ghosts who are said to be haunting the golden dining room. According to several reports, they have pushed guests, but the ghost observations don't end there. And in the upper gothic room, a spirit of a 400-year-old monk is uh, supposedly living in that room. Must have been a lot of monks in Sweden at the time because that's like the second one. And this place was built in like 1598. Yeah. And throw one of them away because I made copies twice of this story. I guess it was just that damn good. Sorry, I had to take a coffee break. We'll see, that ain't bad. About seven little shorties. About 30 minutes, that's what I'm going to average. So that's good. That's what I was hoping for. The Schaefer Palace, also known as the Ghost Castle, since the 1830s is one of the most haunted houses in Stockholm. In, Swede in, in Swedish, it is called, Sh I don't know, Schmerinoff or something. Anyways, it has a long, disturbing history to explore. In the palace, it is said to be... 
said to be treasures and uh, various skeletons buried, including Hans Peter Schiffer, who bought the plot at the end of the 17th century. There are numerous encounters of ghosts and ghouls that reside around the castle grounds. This is why it's called Spook Slotted, Spook Slot, which means ghost castle in Swedish. The haunting has gone so far that a priest came here to drive the spirit away, but it did not end well. The priest was thrown out of the window and broke his leg. That's fucking crazy. That tells you right there there's something huge going on there. Wow. Yeah. That's a little on the scary side if you ask me. I just don't know what I'd do if I seen a ghost looking at me, much less push me or touch me or something. But yeah. Well, I hope you all guys enjoyed that. I hope I didn't scare you too much with my skilly skilly toys. <coughs> I try to make it bigger, guys, but some of these play because what I do is I Go on the internet, make a big list of shit to look up, and then I start looking it up. And there's some of these places, like that first story. I can find a lot of shit on it, but then after uh, that, them other stories were short, and I couldn't hardly find anything else besides that one story. So, yeah, that kind of sucks a little butt. But hey, what you gonna do? But you guys, don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, all them places. Check out our YouTubes. I'm getting the videos up. Um, hmm. Like I said, Lex would be around about once a month, you know. So, she just gotten real busy with work and everything. She got her place on her own. So, but it's okay. We can still handle the ship. And I hope you all stick around. Keep listening to me. This is Stephen LeBooth with Ghost Stories from the South. Baby, I hope I don't scare you too much. And don't forget to go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Don't forget to download and keep liking our stuff, baby. So, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm ready to keep going with it. So, I think it's still going to be good. But, um, that's the news for today. But you guys be good, be real, man. This has been Stephen Booth, baby, on Ghost Stories Told from the South. And I hope I didn't scare you too much today. But I'm going to scare you more and more and more as the days come. But like I said, once I get done with the Sweden and Russia stuff, I'm going to go back to America for a while, speak some English. Nothing against their language. I just wish I knew I could speak it. But uh, it's been good. It's been real. You guys be good. We will see you later. Bye-bye.